Welcome, everybody, to the Student Ministry Podcast. My name is Steve Cullum, and I'm your host. And here we are at episode 36, which does mark the end of three years of the Student Ministry Podcast. I am so grateful that you have joined me. I'm so grateful for all of you that have been with us for like this entire three-year journey. Um, I hope to be doing this for many, many more years, and we can add to this podcast, and it keeps growing and everything over the years. Um, but before we jump into anything else, I just want to take um, just a moment to thank you for, for being a regular listener, um, for sharing this with others, and, and for just leaving some great comments and stuff. I've been, I've been reading through some of the comments we've got on iTunes and other uh, platforms uh, for podcasts, and I'm just so grateful. This is episode 36, which means that I have talked to 36, uh, more than that, because our last episode was our, our NYWC episode where I talked to a lot of different, 11 different youth workers. So over the last three years, I've had some awesome conversations. If this is like your first time listening to the Student Ministry Podcast, I want to urge you go back and listen to some of those other episodes and just just glean some amazing wisdom and, and all that stuff from, from some great youth workers. There's some great conversations, and I'm so grateful that I get to to do this um, every month. And uh, and like I said, hopefully, you know, if God blesses and, and opens the doors and things like that, maybe we can do more over time. Um, but right now, it's been great to, to do this every month for the last three years. And today is something special, um, something special for me. Um, it's a shorter podcast because he didn't have much time uh, to give, um, but it, it's a special podcast for me because I get to talk to my youth minister, Tim Ewells, who uh, was there for me when I was in high school and and really helped me see the, the path that God had for me. And uh, it's so it's such an honor to talk to him today. Um, he's been at his church, my home church, for 30 years. He just passed the 30 year mark. So while this podcast just passed the is, is passing the three year mark as we speak, uh, he has passed the 30 year mark at his church. Same church for 30 years now, and and. There's so many different stats out there about, um, you know, how long youth workers stay at different churches. You know, depending on what the stats you look like, you look at. Some of them say, you know, uh, 12 months. Some say 18 months. Some of them say maybe two years. Now, whatever the stats are, 30 years is is close to unspeakable. And uh, I'm so glad that um, I was able to get him on today just to gain some wisdom from him. Um, I've gained so much over the years. I mean, he was like I said, he was the one that kind of pointed me in the direction of ministry. He was the one that gave me opportunities as a teenager to experience what it meant to to, to lean in and, and lead uh, children, to lead kids, um, teenagers, and and was able. I was able to, to see what God had in store for me because of Tim. And so I'm so grateful for you to hear a little bit about his story today. And um, before we jump into that, I do want to thank our sponsors, uh, apart from you guys, the listeners and the awesome youth workers that we get to talk to, our sponsors are awesome. And I just want to take a moment just to thank them and uh, and tell you about them. So most of you know, they've been with us for almost the entirety of this entire podcast, but WorkCamp NE. Guys, if you're looking for a, a service-based camp for your students, I want you to check out WorkCampNE.com. Honestly, like my last ministry when we were in New England, it was just, it was such an awesome 
thing to partner with WorkCamp every summer. And we did it. We had our own like private trips with them as well, which is also an opportunity for you guys. So if you are you know, looking for something. I think they do something in, in spring break ish, depending on, you know, when your, your break is, maybe that doesn't line up, but then they also do several trips in the summer and they're going to be both in new England and Illinois. So maybe you thought, you know, in the Northeast is, is such a long trip for us. We can't make that happen, but Hey, Illinois is not too far. I want you to check out workcampnu.com and, and contact them, tell you, tell them that we sent you the student ministry podcast sent you. That's awesome for them to hear. Hey, the, the sponsorship is actually reaching people. Um, tell them we sent you and ask them about the best way to get involved with them and partner with them. Your students are going to love it. It's an awesome opportunity mixing service with with the camp atmosphere with with worship and, and diving deeper into scripture and and relationships being built with other youth ministries and it's just a great opportunity so check them out and we also want to make sure we thank our sponsor that of the national network of youth ministries um, man if you are not connected with other youth workers in your area if you've been trying to do this alone it's time to stop I, I'm serious. Like I'm, getting, I'm a little serious right now because it is time to stop. We we can't do this alone. We're not made to do this alone. You need to be connecting with other youth workers in your area, and the National Network of Youth Ministries is an amazing way to do that. That's their entire goal. Their their whole like slogan is that we're better together, and they want to connect youth workers together. So if you've been like I said trying to do this alone, maybe you have one other person or something like that you've been connecting with. Make sure you check out youthworkers.net. It's their website and their entire website is built around connecting youth workers. So you can look for other youth workers that are signed up, other networks that are in your area and be able to find their contact information and, and just, and then there's resources on there and it's, it's just amazing. Um, they just redid the website as well. And so there's a lot of other stuff. There's a blog on there. It's really cool. And so make sure you do check them out. But, but here's the deal. If you can't find it, you know, sometimes there's not a network that exists on the website already. Maybe that's God saying it's time for you to start one and there are resources and other um, opportunities for you to actually create your network and national network will actually get in touch with you and provide you with a lot of insight and information and all that stuff and, and encouragement to help you create your network. So like I said, if you are doing this alone, it's time to stop. Check out youthworkers.net for the national network of youth ministries and, and get connected with other youth workers in your area. Well, again, thanks to the National Network of Youth Ministries, but also WorkCamp NE for your sponsorship of this episode. And now it's time to get into this interview with my youth minister and now the children's minister of First Christian Church in West Frankfort, Illinois, Tim Ewells. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, Steve. Good to talk to you. Yeah. So for those of uh, that are listeners to the podcast that have no idea who you are, um, go ahead and let's start off with just telling us a little bit about your story, how you got into ministry a little bit. I know a lot about it um, because I've been around for a, a good portion of those years and uh, and you were my youth minister. Um, so I, I am sure that, you know, I could probably tell a good portion of the story, but uh, but for those of you that have no idea who, who Tim Ewells is, tell us a little bit about your story. All right. Well, like I said, my name is Tim Ewells. I am 53 years old. I'm an old man. Um, I got out of high school, went to college, got a degree in elementary education. I was teaching in the school systems for a couple of years. At that point, the youth minister at our church left, 
and the the preacher and the elders came to me and asked me if I would uh, be interested in being the new youth minister in our church. And honestly, I had not thought about it until then because I always wanted to be a teacher. Um, but I saw God's hand working very clearly through that whole ordeal. And I thought, well, um, this must be the direction God wants me to go. So I took the job and they sent me to St. Louis Christian College for a couple of years to get my Christian ed degree, um, all the while um, working at the church. And um, January 1st, just a few days ago, started my 30th year there at the church working with the kids. 30 years in, in ministry. Um, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's almost as old as I am, Tim. <laughs> you are getting old, Steve. You're old man. I know, I know. I I was just talking to uh, Matt the other day, and he said so I I did something on my Instagram story and some about like feeling old, and and he told me that I was getting old. And I was like, Matt, you're only like seven years older than me. You can't tell me. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still look good for your age. Oh Steve. well, thank you. You too, Tim. You too. <laughs> Um, so, so in ministry for quite a while, I know that things have changed a little bit over the years. Um, and, and you're currently, uh, mostly in charge of the, the children's ministry at the church. Um, so like, what's, what's that look like? And, and a little bit of like, let's, let's walk back through the years a little bit. I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but, uh, walk through the years a little bit and, and tell us like what, what changed over time and, and kind of, uh, how you kind of have evolved into what you're doing nowadays. So you started in youth ministry. What were you, you were over children's ministry at the time, right? Like you were always right, over children's. Right. And I youth. basically uh, was in charge of K through 12 and, um, all ages plus, of course, at a, a church of our size in a small town, I was in also at the time in charge of the music, <laughs> um, doing you know Christmas plays and Easter dramas and driving our, our senior saints on their trips and just um, whatever needed done, um, basically I would do. So <laughs> yeah, it's been more fine tuned as as the years have gone on. Um, to where now I'm mainly working with children. I still have a little bit with the with the teens and um, some other areas as well. Um, but it's mainly the children, and a lot of it. A lot of the change has to do with um, the West Frankfurt, where I'm at. Um, the town has changed quite a bit, and um, a few years ago we we started a, a summer lunch program for uh, kids. And um, they would come to our church during the summer for from 1130 to 1 and Monday through Friday, you know, 10 weeks during the summer. And um, we would feed them lunch, give them, you know, a devotion and just get to know them. And that that point, our Wednesday night youth um, really um, began growing and kind of took on a different feel. We got a lot more children from the community, not just from our church, um, to start coming on Wednesday nights. And um, when that happened, we just kind of grew quite a bit. Like, um, we ha- sometimes we have over 100 children on Wednesdays, as well as, you know, 40, 50 teens. So um, that kind of certainly blossomed the, those few years ago. Um so that was that was one major change, and what what caused kind of the the change in in uh, my line of work. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so are, are you uh, now, like, Mac, this is actually a question because I don't actually know this answer. Um, uh, are you like with the partnership with, with the current youth minister there and everything, are you providing oversight to him or are you guys more peers in ministry or how does that work? Oh, yeah. We are, we are more peers. Um, you know, sometimes he asks me for advice and sometimes I ask him for advice. You know, he's, he's a young man in his twenties and <laughs> I'm a young ish man in my fifties. So, <laughs> but, um, he helps me out on some of the things that younger kids know about, you know, all this technology <laughs> you kids do. <laughs> and, um, you know, he comes to me for advice on other things. Um, and ministry. So it, it's a very symbiotic uh, relationship. We kind of help each other out yeah. in our areas. Right. So that, that's really cool because I, I know, you know, we, we went to the Orange Conference a few years ago and one of the big things is trying to get, it's like take the silos out of ministry. And, you know, there's definitely times where we need to like focus on our areas and stuff. But a lot of times there's, there's a real, really cool stuff that can happen when we start crossing over a little bit and, and become partners within, within the ministry. And that seems like kind of what you, what you guys have there. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. Really yes, cool. sir. So from week to week, kind of what, what does life look like in the ministry there that you run now? Like, what are you kind of responsible for and how, how does all that, how that run like your programs and stuff? Um, yeah. Uh, of course I'm, um, like I said, when our Wednesday night programming where, um, I have to make sure we have, you know, the transportation, the, the food, we do feed them. So the, the, the food and the, the cooks and all of our teachers lined up and all the curriculum. And we have, um, eight different, um, groups in our children's, uh, program. We do each, each grade level starting at pre-K. So just make sure every all the workers are there and they have everything they need and um, just getting that organized for our Wednesday nights. And then, of course, Sunday mornings, um, we do children's church uh, for both services and our, we have Sunday school in the middle and, uh, you know, just help the teachers making sure they have all their curriculum and wh- whatever they need for their class as well. And our, um, you know, our nurseries as well, make sure they're stocked and um, equipped and have all the volunteers set. Cool. Well, what do you do you provide direct, um, I guess, leadership over any of those programs or any of those classes or anything? Or are those all volunteer driven now? Um, when on Wednesday nights, we have all volunteers teaching the classes and I am um, I float around. For instance, one week, one group may be going to, you know, the nursing home Christmas caroling. So I take them, go with them. Or one week, one group may go to the grocery store shopping for the food pantry. So I go with them and take them. So I keep myself free on Wednesday nights so I can um, be with specific groups that are doing special things that particular Wednesday. Um, Now, on Sunday mornings for our children's church, I am the one that uh, teaches that each week and in charge of that. And I I have... um, um, people who assist me in that, but, um, I d- do teach that each week. Okay, cool. So I, I'm, one of the big things I'm, I'm assuming, um, that's helped you in your ministry for the long haul is that you're not doing every little thing in the church. Like you've, <laughs> right. my, me looking, right. looking at your ministry, you've done a, an excellent job, I think of empowering other volunteers, because if it was up to you, I'm guessing you probably, 
you, you couldn't be able to do all that the church does if it was only you doing it. Right. Therefore, while years ago I felt like I was just spinning plates, you know, yeah. eating plates spinning because there was so much. But we have – I'm very blessed, very blessed to have some wonderful volunteers in our children's ministry who who are faithful and loyal and um, just excellent at what they do. And some of them have been – um, teaching alongside with me for um, you know over twenty years. There's a there's a couple that's um, been over twenty years. So I just have a wonderful, wonderful set of volunteers. And I know not every church is blessed to have that, but boy, we we sure do. I'm so so grateful and so thankful for our volunteers. Yeah, that's really cool. One one of your uh, kindergarten volunteers is a little shady. I've heard, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't talk about your mother that way. She's one of the best. Ah, uh, she mom is. Helps me in camp and Bible school and <laughs> yeah, Wednesday nights. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so um, I know you got you know how much time left. So I want to wrap up real quick and and just ask you like, what's a, a couple tips that you can offer to other youth workers that are out there? You've got you know thirty years of ministry experience under your belt, all the same church, which is crazy because a lot of people yeah. are like hopping around all the time. Uh, right. What what are a couple tips that you could offer to other youth workers? Well, um, you know, it's certainly is unique that I am at my home church and I have stayed there for 30 years. I know that's, that's kind of strange in, in the, in the ministry. Um, it, for one thing, you know, it is my church and I, and I love it. So I love the people there. I've known the people there all of my life and, um, you know, my family goes there. So that's, that's a big plus. And, I know it doesn't work for everyone, but but is is worked out well for me to to work at my home church, and I'm just just you know knowing the people and make sure you you get to know the people and are you know connected in their lives and are there um, for them and to support them and encourage them. Um, yeah, so. I'd say just just make sure you're 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 connected with with your people yeah. and build relationships. Yeah, I know that's that's probably that for a lot of some people it is easier if you're at your home church. Sometimes it's easier to go somewhere else. Um, how was that like for you? Like I know we've talked about this before, but like kind of entering into ministry, especially at your home church, was it hard to like? <laughs> build those relationships on a different level that all of a sudden like, Hey, you're leading now instead of just yeah. being with a kid. <laughs> yeah. It, it was kind of funny because I was kind of in the youth group. Then I became the leader of the youth group. And um, most of my friends in the youth group, they were totally fine with it. And it actually was kind of, kind of cute. Some of the older ladies at church, when I first started, you know, being the youth minister, they would come up to me and say, well, I changed your diaper when you were in the nursery. You know, <laughs> Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Right. How do I react to that? <laughs> but but for the most part, everybody was was uh, very supportive, and my family, you know, um, my parents go there, went there, my grandparents went there with all my aunts and uncles. So we have a bit of family history in the church. So for the most part, it um, it was fine. Cool. Yeah, and and probably just to kind of helps, you know, get start those relationships, and you already had some something to build off of. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Right. Yes, certainly, most certainly. Right. And I'm guessing and another thing that helped was I was close with our 
my youth minister. Mm. Um, and I was, you know, out of high school into college when he came and, you know, he would have me, um, help him on different things. So I got into the ministry doing, you know, working at camp and, and Bible school and going on mission trips. So by the time he left, I kind of already knew the ropes on most of it and knew how it had worked and such. So, um, yeah, that was that was made for an easier transition, too, because I was so close to the uh, the youth minister at the time and just kind of kept things going from what he did. And then over time, I would I would kind of do start my own things. Cool. Cool. Well, Tim, I'm sure there's going to be some people that are going to want to hear more of your story or contact you and say, hey, um, you talked about this on the podcast. Like, can I hear more of that? Well, um, what's the best place for people to find you online if they want to like talk to you more? Is it is Facebook the best place? Um, on uh, Facebook, look me up or you can email me, timules3 at gmail.com. I'm sure people will want to do that. I mean, it's 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 rare for uh, for people to have, you know. 30 years at the same church. So I'm sure people are going to want some tips on how to get to that point. Well, thanks, Tim. I know uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time to talk today, so maybe I'll maybe I'll have you back on sometime and uh, we can kind of revisit and dive a little deeper we, into that. We can do a sequel. We could do a sequel. Tim Yule's part two. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> cool. Right. Well, That's thanks. right. Thanks so much, Tim. And uh, man, God, God bless your ministry. God bless you, Steve. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with my youth minister, Tim Ewells. Tim has been, like I said, at the, the same church for so long, and there's so much wisdom there that uh, there's no way we could have encapsulated that all in one episode. So I will definitely try to have him back on at uh, some time in the future so we can dive a little f- further into some of the stuff that he talked about and uh, kind of see if we can get some more tips out of him. But make sure you do contact him. Tim is a wealth of inf- information, and uh, make sure you do contact him on, on Facebook or you can definitely email him. We'll have all that uh, contact information in our show notes so you can connect with Tim um, after you get in and listen to this. Uh, we do want to thank our sponsors uh, really quick again. Uh, WorkCamp NE, their website is W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com. And you can also uh, check out youthworkers.net for the National Network of Youth Ministries. Uh, both of them are, are, are been longtime sponsors and we're so grateful for what they do to make this podcast happen. And uh, we are, we're so grateful for you you as well, our listeners, make sure you do uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast app of choice. Um, there's a lot of them out there and we are on pretty much all of them. So make sure you do subscribe and also share those with other youth workers that you know that need to hear other good stories about what's going on in the world of youth ministries. Um, I don't know about you, but this is, it's so encouraging for me to hear what God is doing around the world. And um, that's one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast. And it's been been great to do it for three years so far. And uh, I hope God continues to bless and uh, we're able to do for many, many, many more years because there's some amazing stories out there that need to be heard and need to be celebrated. And uh, maybe you know one of those stories. Make sure you do contact me and let me know. Say, hey, I've got this youth worker that you definitely, you need to interview them. Um, I would love to have him or her on the podcast at some point. So make sure you contact me. You can contact me on Twitter at Steve Cullum. That's S-T-E-V-E-C-U-L-L-U-M. And you can also just uh, follow the Student Ministry Podcast 
podcast Twitter as well. That's S-T-U-M-I-N-P-O-D, Pod, And um, that'd be great. And like we said, if, if you like what you hear, make sure you do subscribe. Make sure you do share it with others. And make sure you leave a positive comment on that podcast app of choice. That'd be awesome. Kind of helps us rise to the top and helps other youth workers find these amazing stories. So thanks once again for tuning in. Um, three years, man, it's been it's been great. Um, looking forward to the next three plus years ahead of us. Until the next episode, may God bless your ministry. Oh,